Week 12, Stacks and Cash coming at you. Hopefully you got the volume down and you're listening to the Fantasy Millionaires while the Seahawks and Eagles, uh, the Eagles just get stomped. Um, and congratulations if you're still listening at this point. That means you probably have a playoff team. Uh, hopefully we've helped a little bit. Um What's what's popping, Stacks? You you got how many how many uh, how many playoff teams you got? How many and how many are you done with? Oh man, that's a huge question. I think I, I have about thirty teams. I would say that I'm in best the- ball is like a lot of you know that's like like you, you don't really do. So I mean, of the thirty teams, how many are best ball? Well, how many are best ball? Yeah, oh, I got about forty five teams, maybe forty teams if we're talking best ball. Okay. So, Best ball, I'm not doing too bad right now. I've got a few first place teams in best ball. So nice. Well, I got my guy Antonio Gibson, who is just racking in the points the last couple of weeks. So uh, I'm not doing too bad in best ball. In some of the other redraft leagues, though, I'm hemorrhaging. And, uh, you know, I've got some teams that need some advice. I got some five and six teams, some six and five teams that are, you know, really close on the edge who I need to get over the hump. So, you know, I'm here to learn just as much as I'm here to, to school, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I have uh I'm out in two. I'm in in three and I'm borderline on two. Something like that. So it's that's pretty, that's pretty sexy. Yeah, it's sexy. I, I, I have one really sexy team. And uh, you know, I don't know if it's appropriate to pour some out for uh Will Fuller, the 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 person, the best team in that league. Me and this guy, I think we have the best teams. He has Will Fuller. So yeah. I'm very excited uh, that he is he is no longer going to you. You're aware of the are you aware of the Will Fuller news like that? Just oh, popped, right. Oh, yes. No, I'm, I'm fully aware. If you do not know Will Fuller, uh, him and his doctor had a scheme this year to make sure he didn't miss any games. So <laughs> it worked. They, they pumped him up. They got him going good. He was healthy for a long time. Uh, and then they caught him. God, yeah. darn it, they caught him. And, uh, you know, it's it's not good. It's it's not good for for Will Fuller. He he suspended six games. He announced it on Instagram, which is pretty ironic. The NFL didn't come out with it. He did, uh, and I mean I liked his explanation. He said I, I trusted somebody I shouldn't have trusted. It didn't work out well for me. So at, at least he didn't use the dick pills excuse. <laughs> I hate that one. Excuse, yeah. yeah they're always they're always blaming the dick pills. <laughs> like don't <laughs> buy dick pills at Seven Eleven if you're a professional athlete. Just you know. Might want to rethink that one. I mean, listen, if you're a professional athlete, you got to have a dick pills guy. I mean, you got to have a guy on your staff whose total job is to come around and be like, I got your dick pills. You're like, that's all I need. Thanks, guy. You shouldn't have to go slumming it, uh, backdoor dick pilling it. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah. It's so weird, those dick pills, too. Like, extends. <laughs> well, no, like, the, I don't know if you've ever, like, taken a look at the back of the package. I have. No. And it's, I you know the main ingredient is uh, horny goat weed. So apparently there's a weed that you can grow in the ground uh-huh. that is a big part of the Seven Eleven dick pills. But <laughs> great, great, but so it's it's supposed to be natural. It's it's a natural thing, you know. It's just horny goat weed. I'm sure it's just you know right. 
Right. Uh, both, both says it's rhino horn, but that's highly illegal. And I think uh, yeah, that's against all of the international laws nowadays. So it, it but but in the in the, the Far East, though, that is a a, a staple of, of culture and why the rhinos have been hunted to extinction. Almost there is the belief of potency in that horn. Um, I don't know. I'm the problem with the dick pills is that they uh, they get manufactured in the same facilities that they I guess they make steroids in. You know, <laughs> right. in Mexico. Right. I don't know where, it, but they just like you know they like put put the the horny goat weed pills in the same vat. They, they, they just, cut them with the same. Yeah, the same yeah. It just it absorbs you know the PE stuff, uh, PED stuff. So uh, whatever. Wow. But. I get my horny goat weed straight from Bo. And, and I also, good segue, get my Bo's Hot Box brand hot sauce. This shit is hot. Go get it at hotboxbatch.com. You won't fail any drug tests after you take it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. I got some. I finally uh, yeah, I took advantage of his um, charitable donation uh, offer. So I pumped uh, pumped out, just got five. I'll probably mow right through those. So. Probably will. I, I love Bo. Uh, Bo's throwing in the chat. Can we elevate Hayden Hurst tonight? We will get to elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate, of course. Uh, but just on a personal level, shout out Bo McBigtime, who got a Hayden Hurst like and then a Hayden Hurst shout out today, saying that, that. He, he was into Bo, that he's down with Bo. He digs Bo. And I was a little jealous, honestly, not because it was Hayden Hurst, but because it was my Bo. I was like, hey, Hayden. Keep your mitts off my bow. But you know what? It's okay. I can't be jealous. I love Bo. Other people love Bo. Uh, his hot sauce and his just his world-renowned uh, personality are getting out there. So I love it, Bo. Build, 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 brother. Get, get to know all the professional athletes and sell them your sauce, my guy. Yeah, Bo McBig time and nimble with numbers back-to-back -back weeks interacting with NFL players through the Twitters. And that's what's so cool about the Twitters, man. I think it was back-to-back -back days almost. I mean, Really? It, yeah, I think maybe Saturday was was me and Miko Hardman, and then okay Monday was Hayden Hurst. So I, yeah, I mean it was it was pretty pretty quick and, and furious there. I love it. I told Bo if you're in the world of NFL and you're talking NFL and you're about NFL, you want the NFL guys interacting with you. Uh, I actually stood up for Miko a couple months ago. Somebody was another fancy football guy was just talking some mad shit. I actually blocked that guy and got in a fight with him. And he's one of the only guys in the industry that I have blocked. He's a small guy. I'm not going to mention him, but it, he was talking shit to Miko, and I love Miko. And so, for Miko just to come randomly into my Twitter feed and retweet me, man, God bless you, and God bless Hayden Hurst. Uh, we'll, we'll elevate him for sure uh, upon both big big times request today. I just love the fact that NFL players care about fantasy. Like they're they're looking like they're they're looking oh, yeah. out at fantasy people in the Twitter world, and they're interacting with them, you know, and like they they really actually give a crap. They Probably almost all of them play, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I, I love my guy Austin Ackley, who came off the injured reserve last week just to smoke it. I mean, he was already getting in the 20s, you know, 25 points up there. I, I love Austin Eckler. I've drafted him in the second round. You got to get Eckler in your lineups. If you didn't play him last week, what? What? Come on, man. As soon as they let him off the list on Saturday night, we pumped him. We pumped him on fast, hard finish. We pumped him into our lineups on our Millie maker lineups. We love him. So Austin Eckler, he should already be in your starting lineup, but uh, you know, whew, did he look good? So glad he's back. Yeah. I knew he was going to be straight when he was working out with like three fifteen, doing sets of five. I was like, yeah, he's, right. he's going to be fine. I think that oh, hamstrings good to go. So. Yeah. Well, 
he apologized to his fantasy people. Well, first of all, he told people to draft him, said he was going to win him championships. Uh, then he got hurt and he apologized to people like, dude, come on, man. I'm sorry for you, bro. Then he came out and said, hey, fire me back up. We're going to win that championship. I love this guy. Like you said, he's meta. He understands. He's all in. Austin Eckler, shout out. I hope you take it to the house like 18 times the next couple of weeks, bro. So before we get into stuff, favorite touchdown. Oh, favorite touchdown. I love this. Good segment. It's a good new segment. You lead it off. You go first. Hard to beat. Tyreek Hill going deep and then backflipping into the end zone. Oh, man. That was tough one to top. That, yeah. That was. That was I, my best part was no one even got mad at him. The guys who were near him, they watched him backflip, and they're just like, "Yeah, I mean, that's yeah." My, my, dude, my favorite part of it was there's never like that. For, that's never happened because you know people backflip, but mm-hmm. he made the touchdown. If you look at the slow motion shot, his feet yeah. are on like the one centimeter line, and he backflips in. Yeah, no, he made that a touchdown when he did when he when he flipped. That, you're, you're exactly that was so sick yeah um you know if, if we're talking favorite touchdown individual touchdown um th- there was a few good ones that were out there that that one probably uh was one of the best ones i, I really like the aj brown touchdown on the kickoff i mean you got aj brown on the hands team against the colts dude just smoked to pick it up and went whoo 46 yards to the house. It's not like, you know, the most crazy touchdown you're going to see, but it's just smart football IQ. I I love seeing that. I love seeing somebody out there who, when he sees the ball, he goes to the house. He had two touchdowns, uh, another great touchdown this week. He didn't have to bust through anybody. They showed the replay. He was actually, uh, people were in front of him positionally. He outran everybody. A little hook, caught it, hooked it around and just went diagonal. I mean, it was a fish hook. It was sensational i'm a huge aj brown guy glad i got him over aj or uh, over calvin ridley now not lying glad I yeah got him. yeah yeah i was the one who was pumping him hard in the third round and and he was you know we were i was way ahead of um consensus and adp uh and my argument was like he's gonna be he's gonna be at least in the third round next year because of his performance this year what round do you think aj brown goes next year i, I think he's got to go in the end of the second that's what like, I think. Too. Yeah, like 20, maybe 18 to 22 in there. He, he has to. Uh, yeah. And crazy. I'll go, I'll go earlier than that, probably. You know what I mean? Like I'll go mid, I'll go mid second round. Like I think he's just gonna keep doing what he's doing. You yeah. know? He, I mean, he's 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 the the level that he's performing at right now and the amount of fantasy points he's getting your team while he misses like the first four games or whatever it was. Whoo! Yeah. Well, and they, he's not a guy who's a high volume target guy. That's that was always a knock on him last year. Right. Did a lot of targets. He can't keep up the, the efficiency. Well, he can because he's been he's doing stronger. it for two years now. He's it's stronger. He's bigger. He's stronger than everybody else out there. And so when they try, when those DBs try to wrap him up, dude, he shoulder shakes the shit out of him. He doesn't give. Sam- he doesn't care. The doesn't sample care. size is clear. I mean, we have yeah. enough evidence. Like that wasn't a flash in the pan. No. He is keeping the efficiency up. You know, yeah, he's hard to tackle, shifty, just you know, yeah, high football IQ. mm -hmm. So, yeah, Yeah. love that dude. Love AJ and his touchdown. But I think your touchdown is is just a better touchdown because of the uh, the pageantry of it all, man. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, that's gonna be on commercials next year. Like that's that's (laughs) yeah, yeah, that that was a move. No, that's great. So. 
I love it. Anything else stand out to you in, in week 12 so far that, that, that just jumps off the page that you want to give no, a shot? Minus all the money I lost betting this weekend. Um, no. So. <laughs> yeah, I lost a little bit of money this weekend, too. Uh, my, my big studs did not come through. Uh, Keenan Allen did not come through, and neither did Diggs. But you know what? That happens. We got new guys we're going to talk about this week. We're going to introduce a new segment. We, we hinted at it last week called Stacks of Cash. That's going to be later in the episode. It's going to be a DFS tilt. No more trades to get paid. Trade deadline is passed, and mostly we're moving on. We're going to go through. We're going to start waiver wire. We're going to move from waiver wire to elevate, mitigate, eviscerate, stacks of cash, and then three tweets. So uh, stick around. We're going to have a great show. I'm excited to see you. Before we do get into the waiver wire, let me ask you a question, though. Sure. Uh, what what was the betting atmosphere like down in D.C. yesterday? What was it like? I mean, we uh, we ended up using a bookie uh, because the person who had like the, the legal app showed up at the last minute, so we couldn't get our picks in. Yeah, in fact, it messed with my fantasy teams. I ended up leaving Julio Jones because we were scrambling to get these picks in Mm. With a bookie, and then I look there. I was like, I left Julio Jones in. Oh man! Oh no! Well, when, when, um, when so it wasn't. It wasn't crazy. like a betting place. Like we yeah. went to just a bar, but the, one of the intentions of it was you can legally yeah. bet in DC. We didn't go to the sports book or anything like that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm disappointed that that kind of worked out. You called me, and I was uh, setting one of my thousands of lineups, and so I, I couldn't uh, put any bets in. But I probably would have lost. Let's be honest. I, I went seven and four in my picks on the main slate yesterday, uh, so I wasn't perfect, and I lost a hundred bucks in my double up. Well, what are you gonna do? One of those bad weeks. You eat it, you own it, you move on. I'm ready to rock, though. I did my research today. Back yeah. in the saddle. Uh, Let's jump into the waiver wire, my friend. Yeah, let's hit that wire. The wire. The wire. Yeah. Um, here's somebody I just picked up. QB. Ooh. I have Cam Newton cutting that dude again. Bye-bye, Cam. <laughs> yeah, he's getting eviscerated again. Yes, Cam. See ya. Peace. Uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. If he's available. He should be owned. He should definitely be rostered. By oh, him. yeah, especially if you're in a situation like I'm in where you have Dak and you lost Dak, and you're just like playing, you know, quarterback, quarterback dart throwing every week. It's like, I don't know why uh, I've been a little slow. Um, this is kind of Kirk Cousins MO too. He, he seems to start slow and finish strong. I mean, yeah. it, it, and he's doing it now. And, you know, th 30 some points last week without Thielen, you know, so I, I, you know, I think he's got to be added. So Kirk Cousins for me for QB. Who you got? No, I like that. Uh, you know, th this it, it happened in a, in an instant, in a flash last weekend. Tua out, Fitz Magic, grab him. You know, you got to get Fitz if he's going to be starting. Watch for yeah. Tua this week. He is just one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league when he plays. That's it. He's actually one of the top five DraftKings players in the last calendar year or let's say you know 18 20 games he's actually been in a 16 game sample but he's been in and out different times starting he's a beast man and uh he might might come into stacks uh, of cash later today as well what our, is going our, on Tua has a thumb injury to, what what is there any further it, details hit it in practice apparently on someone's helmet uh and so it was not an injury that was in a game it was a practice injury so it swelled up he was unable to, to rotate hold the ball even so 
I don't know if he'll be out again this week. It, they said it was going to be, uh, you know, a couple or maybe a week or so. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, they might not have any reason to, to rush him back. Um, mm-hmm. If Fitz is able to kind of hold down the, the you know, the, the, the fort. I, I like Fitz a lot. And, and later on, we'll talk about him. He's not that expensive on, on DraftKings either. I, man, if I'm that team, I'm rolling with Fitz because I, it, it's not like Tua is not going to have the better career. I mean, but I, I think there's something to be said for letting a quarterback sit their first year. You know, Mahomes did it. You know, you, you're just going to learn and maybe maybe roll them out in different times, you know, again. But like and, and, and like, hey, hey, buddy, no, no hard feelings. But we have a legitimate shot at the playoffs and Fitz yeah. Fitz gives them that shot. So he does. He, he, he's more uh, they put him in the other fourth quarter because they were down by mm-hmm. a score and they needed a comeback. Fitz is the gunslinger. Tua is not, not that he can't be a gunslinger or that he won't be eventually, but but what he really is right now is a game manager and, yeah. and a creator of opportunity on the scramble a little bit. He, he's he's like a Kyler Murray light. You know, if you took Kyler Murray and you poured a third of him out and, and he's not gonna got a lot of upside and he can't do a lot of comebacks. He, do, he doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of rapport with receivers his route you know throwing is limited right now but Fitz, man he can light him up he can hit you anywhere he can hit you on the the seam he can hit you down the the either side of the field and he's got Devonte parker double digit targets again last week so uh i think they saw that and they were like yeah 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 yeah, yeah we like that so i'm hoping call, that was one of the guys i called too so yes yeah i, I uh i like your fits i it's, called no i called parker last week that oh. was one of my uh oh you did yes you did. yeah you did i i was a uh, big Big fan of him, played him in DFS and actually won a little money because of him. Put him in that lineup that had Alice Neckler in it. That was a little homage to you. So, you know, shout out. Nice. Um, all right. How about running back? I have uh, Cam Akers. Oh, he's the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah. Top of my list. I think, yeah, finally getting him going. Uh, you see a little bit of Malcolm Brown, a little bit of Daryl Henderson, but, uh, you know, Cam getting the touchdown. You love to see that. Uh, I think he's somebody that, you know, you want to see more and more the rest of this year. And I think that, that so do the Rams. I think they want to see him in their lineup. They didn't draft him just to sit behind those guys. They're, they're not going to have all three of them by the end of this year. You know that. They're going to move mm-hmm. one of those guys out. Cam Akers will be uh, a valuable player on that team. Why not see what you got now? I think that's what's going to happen with McVay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice game. Nine carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. So uh, I expect it that he is – um, he is he is establishing his relevant relevance to the head coaches and that offense with numbers like that. So, yeah, I think he's a worthwhile add. Um, I got. Can, can, you, I, can I interject? Bo's right now. Bo just jumped in. Uh, but Bo's like the third member of the team here. You know, on the on the, on the comments, he runs the 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 chat really well. Uh, Elevate Raheem must start. He says your guy. Uh, he did get some action in. He did play well. Talk about Raheem Mostert. What, what do you see? Think he's going to be somebody you want to play going forward for the rest of the season? Dude, he's an auto start for me. You know, for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah he's a must start for sure. Yeah. He, he, the, the scheme is not built around. Uh, it's around Debo. <laughs> it's built around running. Here's thing that's something interesting that you might not know, Mike. I, I looked at it today. Uh, Debo has negative 
41 air yards this year. Right. It's just, I mean, you know, Josh Hermsmeyer's model is like breaking. He's like, listen, I can only range from zero to whatever. I can't go negative, Debo. You're crushing the line here, you know? So yeah. uh, I think that really just shows you uh, when he gets the ball in his hands, if he's behind the line of scrimmage, it doesn't really matter. He's like a running back. You you take that ability that he has. So he's somebody who maybe was, you know, kind of hanging around on your waivers because he's been hurt. The COVID's been back and there's been – if Debo's available, which he probably isn't, but if he is, you know, make sure you put all of your fab on Debo if you're in a, a league with some suckers and some Bamas who maybe have dropped him recently, so – um, I have, uh, for wide receiver, we've mentioned him before, I think, uh, but, uh, Gabriel Davis, I think, yeah. you know, has another nice game and is just establishing himself as somebody who should be rostered. And then, you know, it's, he's matchup dependent. Uh, but I think he's worth grabbing off the wire. I played him last week in DFS. I really do like Gabriel Davis. Uh, he is a burner. And uh, that's what you need. You know, uh, Stefan Diggs is too. But Stefan Diggs is a great route runner. He's great on the, in space. He's great in the slant. He does the, you know, 10-yard out by the sidelines. He does you know, all these different routes. They're not going deep, deep, deep to him, though. They're just not. It's not normally right. how it goes. And so uh, I love Gabriel Davis. He's got the wheels, uh, you know, and so he's somebody who I, I'm into personally. He's nice and big too, 6'2". Yes. So yes. that's another thing that's nice. Yes. No, totally. Uh uh, my guy Bowman, big time jumping out there saying his call Davis was his call in DFS. I love it, Bo. You know, it, it's nice to be on it. I feel like this year we we definitely been on it uh, uh, across the board, different weeks. All of us calling out really good plays, whether we're on this platform or any others. Uh, fast, hard finish, whatnot. Uh, it's it's going to be part of the a little winning team here. So high five us. Um, um, I got a tight end for you. I don't know how this guy is still out there. Yeah. Um, and and we got hyped on him, and he's still available in our league, our main league, our league of record. Yeah, uh, Trey Burton. Oh, he's my number one guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's also in my elevator. Yeah. yeah, he's number one uno for me in that section. Tell Bo can tell you in the chat who I started against him, and I put Trey Burton in every single one of my DFS lineups last week. Every single one. That was my tight end. I didn't do any other tight end, but. Trey Boo Boo, and he got the fire icon. He was at 3,200. He got over 13 points. Love Trey Burton. You know, listen, Phil Preserves sucks, but you know what? He's going to throw the ball, and he's going to throw it short, and in the end zone, in the red zone particularly, he likes Trey Burton. That's his guy, and they designed a route for him last week, and Trey Burton did a great job catching it in the back end zone, two feet in. He's a wide receiver in a in a bigger body. That's what he he's, is. Yeah, um, he's got hands, man. When the ball's up in the air, he comes down with it. Oh, he crushes it. I, I named my team two years ago uh, after Trey Burton. I drafted him when, he, or maybe three years ago, I think, in our league of record. Uh, and uh, so people made fun of me when I drafted him. They're like, ha, ha, ha. he did finish tight end 10 that year. So it wasn't terrible for the Eagles, but uh, you know, or the, for, for the Bears, but he could have been better. He could have been better that year, that first year at the, in, in Chicago for sure. Um, I said a hurting from Trey Burton. That was my team. And then I sucked that year. It was bad, bad, bad. But no, Trey, go get him. He's somebody you need. Uh, can I can I jump back real quick to another player that I think is, is valuable, who I think you want to grab? Sure. Um, and uh, this is incredible. He's still available in some leagues. Is Logan Thomas. Uh, he had a great game against the, the Cowboys uh, on Thanksgiving. He caught a touchdown. He was in Fuego. He's available in like 35% 
of of ESPN league. So like, w- w- come on guys, like go go get this guy. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. You know, uh, he should be on every team, and uh, that's just tight end talk for me. You got to have Trey Burton and Logan Thomas roster now. I mean, that's just you've seen the sample size enough that they're going to get targets down the stretch. You want those guys? Yeah. Cool, brother. Um, anybody else? Um, I'm I'm out. You know, Alan Lazard is, is might be available. That's you know, great. Yeah, he's the wide available. Too. Yeah, he's the wide receiver too now. MVS, bye bye. Um, I, I like Alan Lazard. I think uh, so does Rogers. And I'm not that MVS is terrible. I like him as a person. When he made that fumble, people were like death threatening him and stuff. That's garbage, man. I, I tweeted out, "Good job, good try. It'll be okay." He had a bunch of people telling him it's okay because you know what? You, you struggle. But I do think Alan Lazard. It's just a, a more consistent football player. And so MVS will still hit over the top. He will. He's a, he's a downfield threat. But so is Tunyon, you know, downfield threat too at the tight end position. So uh, I, I like Alan Lazard, though. I think he's somebody you want to have on your team. That offense is going to hit. It just is. It's it's one of the best offenses in the league this year. And uh, we'll talk about him later also in our rankings. We forgot to throw rankings in there. We, we rank the top, you know, teams that we like each week to power rankings. So we do that. Um, yeah. Uh, he's going to come up in an, uh, in uh, the next segment as well. Elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. So, yeah, well, yeah let, he's he's one of my picks. I like it. Let let, let me uh, throw out two guys here too. Uh, Trubisky, if you're desperate, he's going up against a Detroit team that that just gives up the touchdown. You can just they they do they give up the touchdown. They give up the passing yards. Uh, I don't love Trubisky, but. You know, he's somebody, if you're desperate, he can get you 22, 21 points if you have nobody, if your quarterback is injured. Uh, and then watch Josh Jacobs went out at the end of the fourth quarter with a twisted ankle. So keep an eye on that. And Devonta Booker, if he is available uh, and, and Josh Jacobs has to sit for any reason, he becomes a, an RB2 uh, for sure in that Raiders offense. So uh, Another person in my elevate, mitigate, eviscerate, I'm – uh, you're previewing my, All right. one of my running backs. You've previewed <laughs> one of my wide receivers and one of my running backs, well, so I like great. it. Here's the secret to the show. Uh, we're best friends, but we don't prep together. We talk separately. We don't share any notes before game time. We just come with what we've uh, kind of assessed the situation to be each week to week. So it's cool when we hit upon some of the same guys, and hopefully they'll hit upon uh, some points on Sunday for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, those are the, the main ones. It, Frank Gore is hanging around, too. If you're desperate, grab him. He's the only game in town. Uh, it's not a great game, but you know what? It's like the, the girl at the end of the night, you know what I mean, who sees that other hot girl at the end of the night, you know, and they're like, uh, let's you not can, go. You can pick that guy up. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> My team is back. I'm not picking him up. I'm not picking him up. I don't anywhere. even care. I'm not yeah. picking him up at all. I'm just saying he's available if you're a desperate housewives. Right. Uh, all right, so ooh, our favorite, really our favorite segment of the week because we get to little talk a little trash, we get to pump people up, elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. It means just what it sounds like. It's not that difficult. If you're a scholarly person, you're in, you know. So uh, who are you elevating at the QB position this week? Kirk Cousins, somebody I said oh. to pick up on the wire. Yeah, oh. Jacksonville is third worst versus quarterbacks, and they, uh, you know, they they just continue to uh you know develop Jefferson. Now they got Chad Beebe getting the ball, and of course Thielen should be back off of COVID. So uh, I'm 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 expecting him to have a couple touchdowns. Um, I think he has a great game versus Jacksonville. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to talk about him later in our uh, stacks of cash DFS section coming up in a little bit for sure. Uh, I like that. My my guy is going to be Ryan Tannehill. And, and uh, last week against the Colts, a lot of people did bench him because the Colts D uh, was strong. And, man, he just cut right through them. And uh, think, every week, too. I bench him all the time. Yeah, yeah, I think he's just here to stay. And here's why. I, I, I dissected this game a lot uh, because I, I got it wrong. And I thought it would be a 28-27 game back and forth, a lot of scoring on both. But uh, the the Houston, I'm sorry, the uh, Tennessee Titans just ran over the Colts. They ran over. They big boyed them with Derrick Henry. And uh, another, like, over 160 yards rushing. I mean, he was just ridiculous, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. It's it's definitely Derrick Henry's season. Oh, it's the season, I was going to say. So that opens up Ryan Tannehill's season as well. So yeah. I, I'm all about Tannehill uh, this week. He's going up against Cleveland. And – uh, I think he's going to eat. So that's a guy who I'm elevating uh, this week at, at QB myself. So I got another one for you. Um, he, you know, he, he, he could have been part of the waiver wire section too. Um, unless you're an ESPN, uh, Taysom Hill plays Atlanta. Oh yeah. That's uh, I, I, I expect wow. him to, to do a little work versus that defense. So, yes. um, yes. you know, he, he is not going to look like how Derek Carr looked this past weekend. I think he's going to be able to do his thing. I bet you he has some nice throws and, you know, his MO is he gets in the end zone when they get down there by the goal line. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take, I'll take Taysom versus Atlanta. I like it a lot. And, uh, you know, Ooh, I, I, Alvin Kamara owners right now are just kind of like, oh, he's capping my touchdown upside. So he's not somebody that you're ever going to sit. But, man, what a, what a dent. He is yeah. a dent in Alvin Kamara. That's just 100%. Yeah, well, speaking of somebody who's kind of getting back in the game, an old head, my running back to elevate is James White. With yeah. head gone. James White is somebody who you saw get two touchdowns. He's not going to do that every week. But down by the goal line, you saw him in, in, in the Super Bowl against Atlanta – he should have been MVP. Tom Brady said it. If Tom Brady says it, it's true, you know, because that guy eats like spinach and, and no strawberries. So, I mean, only people who are the truth tellers would do that. And he said James White should have been the MVP of that Super Bowl. And down by the goal line for Cam, he's the best thing he's got, really. Uh, I like I like Damian Harris for rushing, but when you get inside that green zone, you can pass the football with James White. He's always been a staple. And uh, I don't know what he kind of got. He, he, I think he had a death in the family, something real tragic mm-hmm. happened. He's kind of out of the mix. You know how Belichick does. He's not trying to hurt anybody. He's just like, we're going to go with what we got. We got, we got this. We're going to go. We're going to go, 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 go. And so he just went. That's what he does. James White's back now, and he's going with James White. So I really like that as somebody who you can plug probably in the rest of, uh, rest of the year, be a flex in your lineup, plug and play, go away. James White's going to get you 15, 16 points a game. Yeah. Um, Burkhead no longer being part of the equation. Uh, he Burkhead really moved into that pass catching role. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it, it was like both of those guys were just useless. And now that Burkhead's gone, it's, you know, he's the guy, he's the PPR guy again. And yeah, yeah it's valuable for sure. Yeah, but both are on some shade. He said Brady doesn't always eat nightshades. <laughs> he doesn't always eat nightshades? Yeah. What is that? I don't know, but it's funny. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what that means. I think nightshades. He doesn't always eat nightshades? Yeah, I think uh, nightshades are mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, but I, so, yeah, and I agree with you on that. Um, what, what about uh, you have any other running backs that you're considering? So we've already mentioned him off the uh, waiver wire. We got uh, if Josh Jacobs is out, we got Devontae Booker versus the Jets. Uh I, I like I like that matchup. I just <laughs> I pretty much go find the Jets and then I say, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, in the, it, again, when we do elevate mitigative this rate, we're not, you know, we're not going to talk about Josh Jacobs. We're not going to talk about DK Metcalf. We're picking fringe guys that you're thinking about sitting or you're thinking about starting. And, yeah. and I think Devontae Booker would be somebody that you would be nervous about starting. If Josh Jacobs is out, um, Devontae Booker is, uh, is a great start, you know, in a flex. Yes. Yes. No, I like that a lot. Uh, I, I have uh, a wide receiver. If we're jumping to wide receivers, I got one more running back. All right. Hit me with your, your running back. Uh, Everyone's least favorite person that they drafted uh, showed up and showed you what he can do versus a bad oh. defense. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, David Montgomery is playing Detroit this weekend. Oh, yes, he's a he's a must start, I believe as well. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I also think it like Mitchell Trubisky changes his landscape a little bit too. I, I've always said that when you have a mobile quarterback it makes the running game more dangerous and uh, there's just, there's a little bit more threat with Trubisky back there. He does like to move outside the pocket and they can just, they can do more plays that I think will give him space. And that poor guy, oh, it's, I've been watching him all season. I was very low on him and ended up drafting him in a few leagues because he was so late. I think it was getting him in like eighth and ninth rounds yeah. So I've really been paying attention to him, and he actually is kind of a beast of a back. He just he just literally has no space. So when he gets space, you, you know, you saw you saw that play when he broke through versus Green Bay at the beginning yeah. of the game and almost took it all the way to the house was stiff arming people, you yeah, know. Um, yeah, and he had a, he had a bunch of plays where he was just you know, um, he's a little bowling ball type dude that uh, you know he's strong. So, you know, um, yeah, I, I think everybody uh, hesitates with him at this point because he just has so many, um, you know, just bad plays all the time. He still ends up getting decent points a lot of times. But, um, you know, before he got the concussion, I think he had like a six point game or something like that. So um, I, I, I like this matchup first Detroit. So give me David Montgomery at running back. So that's all I got for running backs. Yeah. Um, let's let's hit some wide receivers. I got a couple of them already. Already previewed one. Um, uh, Alan Lazard. He. Uh, so. Um, the Packers are playing the Eagles and. Um, Avante Maddox, I think, should be his corner, and he is one of the worst corners in the league. Yeah. Um. He, he 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 he's just low in every single metric. Um, so I'm I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to be aware of that and to take advantage of that matchup. So I loved it when you brought him on in the waiver wire segment because I think he, um, I think he goes off this week. Yeah, no, I I like that a lot. Uh, you know, he, here's somebody who, um, 
you know, and I don't know if this is going to continue. And it does kind of – if DJ Shark is out and Chris Connolly is out, um, you know, this week again, I like Colin Johnson. He looked really good uh, last week. You know, he hadn't been on the field much. You know, the highest snap percentage he had seen all season was 30%. It was week three. Last week he saw 80% of the snaps. Uh, and, uh, you know, he – I mean, when you – can come in. I'm gonna I'm gonna load his wide receiver data right now. He had uh, eight targets, four receptions, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, you know I, he's not gonna get that every week, but you know next week, you know the Jacksonville. You know you. Uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned who they're gonna play, but um, you know let me pull this up real quick. Jacksonville and the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, so it's and a great. It's a great pick. That game is gonna shoot shoot shoot. You know, now all their corners suck. And oh, right. And so uh, you could also argue for LaVisca Chenault, but I, I like that the connection that that super neck man had, you know, stretchy neck boy Mike Glennon had uh, with, with Johnson. He, he looked good. He really did. So he's somebody who I think you can uh, plug into your flex play, maybe a DFS sneaky play as well. He's not going to come up in our DFS quarterback uh, stacks, but, you know, just interesting play there. Yeah, all, all these guys are our DFS picks too because they're, you know, again, because these are all fringe guys, they're all low price guys. Um, yeah. So these are all, you know, people we think are, are worthwhile for throwing in lineups and DFS. Yeah, week thirteen. Who who is another wide receiver that you have on your list? Well, um, before I found out the news, um, I had uh, picked my man uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, even though he's playing the Colts. Yeah. Um, and now he is the wide receiver one on that team, and. Yeah. He it looks I think his corner is I don't know Rakyan Sin or Rakya Sin I don't know, yeah. Um, but he's garbage and he uh, he he's he he he's the probably one of the chinks in that defense. Uh, so he, he, either way, um, I think uh, you know he's going to be getting a ton of targets, especially now with Will Fuller out. So I, I like Brandon Cooks to start this week. Now I like that, and uh, he's going to come up later in, in my in our next segment. So that's cool. Any other wide receivers? Because I'm going to jump to tight ends. If, if you uh, do it, jump right. on in. I'm going to say this one's tied a little bit to Fitz Magic being involved, but uh, Mike Gusecki is back. Whenever Fitz Magic gets on the field, Gusecki's his guy. That's that's who he likes, you know. So I, I really think Gusecki is somebody who against Cincinnati who can do a little bit of eating. But here's the thing. I do want to see Fitz Magic in there. That's that's it's contingent. It's yeah, it, yeah. It's it's not. Yeah, yeah, I was I was uh you know um debating on promoting him in this segment. So I I love it. Uh, he was somebody I was thinking about. Um, I mean, the guy, you know, he he also has great hands. Um, and yeah, uh, with the Fitz Magic, uh, you know, potentially back. Uh, I think that's a great great elevate so well um, and, yeah and and the thing about it too is that cincinnati is not is not great against the tight end so yeah. cincinnati is the fifth worst against the tight end they give up six touchdowns uh they've given up 700 and 
and and uh, 18 yards. And that was before this past week against the Giants. You saw what Ingram did to them. Athletic tight ends eat against them, you know. And so uh, I, I just I see this as a plus matchup, particularly. So, um, how about uh, Robert Tanyan? Oh, um, I think it's Tanyan. Tanyan. Because he said it rhymes with funyun, like I got a bunion on this funyun. I'm about to shove in your onion. Yeah. So. Um, uh, Eagles are sixth worth, uh, sixth worst versus tight end. So, uh, give me Tanyan this week mm. for sure. I love it. I love it. Uh, I got a defense. I got a little bounce back defense. If you want to go down to defense. Yeah, let's do defenses. I got two defenses. Who you got? I'm gonna go back to Houston. They got blown out last week, uh, but I, here's what I think is gonna happen. There, the thing that changed that game, because I studied that game a little bit, it's, it is the uh, Derrick Henry's ability to run people over. Uh, Duke Johnson's not going to do that. And without Wolf Fuller, I think they can kind of strangle that defense. And I think Brandon Cook still gets his, but I think that that will be a, a bounce-back play. I think the Colts will be a little bit of a value. And, and 3,000 on, on DraftKings, too. I like them this week. So I like that, too. Um, yeah, the two games I was looking at are um, – Chiefs versus Broncos. I like the Chiefs and yeah. Seahawks versus Giants. That lowly yeah. Seahawks D. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna probably say start any defense versus the Giants for the rest of the year because it looks like that hamstring injury with Daniel Jones is gonna keep him out the rest of the year. So yeah, I I, I I've had Colt McCoy as my quarterback on the Washington football team. And am well aware that that offense is going to sputter, sputter yeah. on out. So yeah, yeah. No, you're 100 right. Colt McCoy is a dead man walking. Uh, he's terrible. I mean, good lord. His velocity. I told London when he when uh, he went in for Daniel Jones and said, "Watch how slow he throws the football." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like Peyton Manning in his last year. Burn. Burn. Yeah, yeah. Don't come at me, Cole. Burn. Uh, no, I like that. Uh, who's your other defense? Uh, so Chiefs and Seahawks are my two okay, picks. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs versus the Broncos too. So I, uh, you know, who knows if if the COVID drama continues? What did you think about all that? Did you uh, were you pro NFL or anti NFL in their decision to just be like, yo, yo, shorty, you got to play this game? I think they should have played it. Um, maybe Friday, if Thursday they weren't sure. You know, I, I don't know how many people were, were tested and broke. You know, I don't know. That's what I originally thought. So you, you know? think they should have played it, what, Tuesday or something like that? They should have pushed it back? No, I don't know. Now what happened with what they did do, I think it's good that they did push it back because more people tested positive, and you don't want a super spreader event on a field for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 what I didn't like was, to me – no, we're I, talking about the Broncos game. Oh, the Broncos game. Right, right, right. Oh, I'm saying oh. the Broncos. I'm saying I'm asking, what did you where do you made, weigh in? No, not on the Steelers Ravens. Oh, where do you weigh in? They should have made the, that game go. That was a terrible game, but it should have happened. You know what I mean? Like just because you don't have quarterback. You're, you're pro NFL decision on that because there's a lot there's that that's that's yeah. been the hot I topic. I thought you were talking about the Pittsburgh one because people, a lot of them were like, like those, those two camps in the Pittsburgh one, that were like their job in Pittsburgh, and then the people who were like, yeah, a bunch of babies. And I, I kind of was like, well, Pittsburgh has kind of been jobbed, you know. And so, but I don't think the Broncos get got jobbed. I think they followed the protocol, and they did what they're supposed to do. They didn't have ten people test positive. They had a few, like three, right? So that was it, or 
one and then a few contact traces. All so. their quarterbacks. Yeah, one quarterback and then they – They I yeah, like they, the coach called out the quarterbacks and said, no, that's bad quarterbacks. I, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm pretty much pro you got to – you. This is this is the year of our Lord COVID twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, we've already gotten here. We're we're almost through week twelve. Yeah, D- try not to get it, and if you get it, you know, s- stay the f away from everybody. And either yeah. way, if all everybody on your team gets it, you know, you you, you have twenty two starters that get it. They have a thing called the practice squad. That's that's just how it's going to have to roll, you know. Like, you yeah, know, schedules must be kept. So I'm I'm with you. I like yeah. I like I was surprised. I thought see because a lot of people were a little bit mad because the hypocrisy of the NFL. If uh, if that was the Chiefs, mm-hmm. it would have it would have probably been handled a little differently. That's what a lot of people were arguing. Well, I hate the if then buts because they didn't happen. So, yeah, more so, I think that, that Pittsburgh and then the Broncos, they're trying to stop the spread of it. That's the key. And I respect them for that. I, I want them to stop the spread. I don't want people to get sick. I, for my amusement, entertainment, and, and gambling and losing money, that's not, that's not okay. People shouldn't get sick. But, and size for a Tuesday night game. Well, this, it got moved to Wednesday at. Oh right, yeah, I know. I just found that out. Yeah, what? So what happened? I didn't. I I looked. Some my wife told me that. Yeah. And then, then I was like looking. I was like, one of my apps still said eight. So is it three o'clock on Wednesday? Three forty on Wednesday. Three forty. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure which week it's counting towards. We have to figure that out now and see what leagues do, see what Sleeper does, see what ESPN does. I haven't seen any statements yet because I've been prepping for the show. Head down, grinding for you folks out there. we got a bunch of friends out there. we got about 12 people living with us right now. Thank you guys for being with us. We thank every single viewer who's hanging out with me and Mike Cash Collins. I'm Scott Stack Simpson. I should put the stack in there you know we call me stack guys are winners these are winners hanging out with yeah, us yeah, you guys are headed to the playoffs so yeah. well i mean yeah we got some we got some forward thinking men and women thank you shout out to all of you guys uh great people out there in the twitterverse and in the periscope and in the youtube uh, i'm gonna say i'm gonna do my best massimo impersonation right now or my or not massimo Osimo, and be like um thank you for uh, watching our show and can you please like and subscribe Smash, smash, smash the like button. Smash, subscribe. Yeah. Okay. No. Smash, subscribe. I have um. I was thinking about the show, and you should like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love those guys, by the way. Uh, hey, shout out! Can't, Alex. can't argue with the results. No, no Alex Baker's awesome. I love. Him. Yeah, well, speaking of Alex Baker, uh, the fan- DFS guru that he is, welcome to, Mm-mm. finally, Mm-mm. we are going to start talking DFS from here on out on the yeah. Fantasy Millionaires. The final segment of the show, uh, fantasy-wise, is Stacks of Cash. I got a little something for mine. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm just going to throw a, a graphic up, um, and, and then let me just uh, – we'll see if some of these are yours too. But we'll just kind of play around and uh, see how this goes. And next time we can coordinate a little better, and I can put yours on here too. Um, 
but but here's a little a graphic that I have with, with some of the QBs. I can make it a little bit bigger as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't you lead off and tell me yours, and maybe it's on the list. He's right there at the top. First person I had written down. Um, my stacks of cash leading off is Aaron Rodgers, 6,800 versus uh, uh, Philly with uh, pairing him, a nice tasty pairing with Alan Lazard. Uh, um, I think that's 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 a primo play for this week. I like that. Uh, Alan Lazard priced uh, much different than 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 the man I have. Alan stacked. Lazard is only five thousand dollars. Yeah, on DraftKings. Yeah. That's a great stack. So, so you're at eleven eleven thousand eight hundred dollars with that stack. That's not bad at all. I love that. So and eleven thousand eight hundred puts you down here at the bottom at the Baker stack, which is a great little tidbit. I really like that as a as a contrarian. Uh, stack. Here's what I went with the Aaron Rodgers. His 6,800 is, is ridiculous. I, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Uh, that just stood out to me as the best quarterback uh, besides um, not named Pat Mahomes right now. And uh, I love this as a price against a Philadelphia defense who he he's going to be able to, to throw the ball on. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't care that Devontae Adams against Darius Slay. I don't care. He's, he's it doesn't matter. Uh, he's going to eat. He does eat. He eats against everybody. He is a, a beast. He's yeah. the best wide receiver in the game right now. So here's the thing that I went back and forth with, though. I said, okay, so Aaron Rodgers is priced down. Devontae Adams priced up or just around his, you know, you think he's 8,800 last week or maybe 9,000, right? And that's expensive. That's 1580. That's a lot, right? Um, and for them to hit their three max value, they have to combine for 47 points, right? Which mm-hmm. is a high total. That's a high ask. Well, that's five points under their average. So right. they even slum a little bit. And so I just think this makes them a real strong cash play this week, if, if you're playing them in cash, where I think your play is a really strong tournament play, a nice, nice tournament GPP play. So um, two different roads there, but really good value with Aaron Rodgers either way. Uh, so anybody else that you see on my board who you wanted to touch on? Uh, let's see. You got Tannehill. Um, yes, so sir. the only uh, I like, um, I, I'm pairing Tannehill at 6,200 with Johnu Smith at 4,100. Um, yeah. 10-3 uh, oh, right there. That's a lot of value in yeah. your wide receiver. He came off a donut, a zero, and nothing, and zilch. Uh, 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 burn you down to the ground. Why, and we faded him last week. Both faded him. We all faded him. Why are you going back to the well? Oh, because he's playing Cleveland, and and the, he's he's just got a nice matchup. So um, I I I think he uh, they uh, they don't defend well against the tight end. And he's he's going to end up eating. Uh, yeah. I bet you know. I bet you get. I bet you he's back in that role where he's getting six seven catches a game, maybe a touchdown. So. Yeah, yeah, the value is good, and uh, yeah, that that was that was the only tight end I wanted to pair. So I like Tannehill, Johnny Smith this week. I like it. Um, uh, th- this was just a board, and I didn't. I'm not picking all these players. I just want to kind of give a, a broad spectrum of some some of the price ranges of the the best wide receiver in, or the priced up wide receiver on each team with uh, the priced up or the priced down quarterback. Uh, one thing that stood out to me is. If Julio Jones does play, and I know he he's always iffy with that stupid hamstring of his. I don't know how long he's going to be out. But if he is going to play, his average is right around where his his three max value would be uh, as well. So that's somebody who, if, if they go off, 
Um, that's a cheaper stack as well at, at, at 12, uh, you know, two that, that maybe you're overlooking it. And maybe that's all dependent on how Julio practices week and if he's good and he's solid and, and he gets in more than one rep. And if he doesn't fade that, get rid of it. Oh, that. you know what, man, we completely forgot mitigate and eviscerate. <laughs> uh, oh. I guess we'll have to circle back to that. Um, okay, we can circle back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but any other, any other stacks that you wanted to mention? Well, I, I'm I'm pushing back against that. I I don't like Matt Ryan's matchup versus New Orleans. That was he was somebody I, I had put in the, the mitigate camp. Um so I think if Julio Jones is playing, um you know, that offense it, when he's on the field, it's just markedly better. Uh but um so yeah, I, I you know I don't I don't hate it, but uh, for me personally, like I said, I had him in the uh, the mitigate section that we just cruised right by. <laughs> well, well no, no worries. Here's the thing: I, he, he, just because he's on the board doesn't mean that I want to have him in my lineup. I just think it's interesting that that is right it's near their average, and, and where and the other players here. Um, you know, they, they're reaching a little bit. So for, for Cousins and Justin Jefferson, they're, you know, they're right around their 37. But other players, uh, you know, like Trubisky even, you know, they're, they're four points behind. And so there, there's just a value here to be had in different ways. I'm not advocating for all of these at all. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. I love this graphic. Uh, yeah, but again, with Matt Ryan, it's just like he just went from one of the worst defenses in the league to now um, – what are they sixth is that oh, what yeah, they're, they're going they're yeah and they're and they're and they're better than sixth like they they're, are. they're probably a top three defense in the league right now i agree and they just played them a couple weeks ago i here's what i think about this and, and i'm not a big like revenge revenge game revenge game but you just saw what the the um the Houston, I'm sorry, I can't call them Houston. The Tennessee Titans did to the Colts, who they beat them a couple weeks ago, and they kind of really limited them and held them down. There is just human nature. These guys have been playing each other for a long time. They're division rivals, you know. And so, I think if Julio does go, this is a contrarian play that you might be able to sneak in uh, and just kind of, you know, it's not going to be a great play, but no, not a lot of people will play it. So I yeah, think, that, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it'll be it'll be low ownership low for ownership. sure. Yeah, and so it, I just I don't see them being as I mean, look at this uh, the the stack of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It's going to be more expensive, but it's getting you more value. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it, it, there's there's things to be had. I like Aaron Rodgers this week, and so I think I'm going to use your your little mini stack. I think Tunyon the Funyun is in in play as well. I think he's in play too. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So you want to circle back to our, our mitigate, elevate, and eviscerate. Um, mitigate parts. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. uh, one other guy I was just going to mention was Roethlisberger and Juju. Um, uh, Juju is is going to go against, I believe, Moreland uh, uh, for the skins. So, not the skins. Oh, I said it. Well, I no. Said it. You can say the the uh, listen. The other day, the other day, I said it. <laughs> well, the Washington football, the Jimmy yeah. Moreland of the football team. Michael Strahan straight said it three times in a row. He said, 
the Redskins, the Redskins, and then and then Jimmy was like, uh, 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 or somebody was like, uh, 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 you mean he goes, oh yeah, the Washington football team. You're just like Michael Strahan, you, you, but he played against them when they right. were. They hit him. They he hit against him. He saw them. He absorbed them. He uh, so it's different. But I mean, for us, we call them the Skins. That's what we, that was our nickname for him. So Ro- Roethlisberger sixty five hundred, Juju at fifty eight hundred, and. Um, Jimmy Moreland being our worst corner as fans. You're no longer a fan. You're an ex fan. I am still a fan that just does not care. Is completely yeah. apathetic. Um, I, I think this is a, a, a you know Juju. Uh, he's going to have his his big weeks and his not so big weeks. I think this is a big week for Juju. So that yeah. the values there both both of them sixty five hundred and fifty eight hundred. So that's a stack of cash. One more was. Um, uh deshaun watson 7500 but brandon cooks 5600 i like that, that uh, was sheet as yeah well. so the that that was all i had for stacks of cash if you want to go back to the segment we paused we just got so excited for stacks of cash i, I just saw it sitting there we just completely forgot about mitigated eviscerate i don't have that much for mitigated eviscerate i don't either actually yeah so. i have um for mitigate, I just have the. Uh, I, I'm I'm mitigating Bills running backs. Uh, oh, I eviscerated last week. I think uh, a Singletary, and then Moss is a is a is a is a downgrade to mitigate for sure. Yeah, they're playing the 49ers, who are fifth against the run, and it's just you can't you can't figure out who's gonna, you know, have the better week, and neither one of them are are really uh, you know blowing up. So to me, they're um there I, I i'm not permanently mitigating them for me but the, this week for sure i'm just sick of that those running backs i am you know if i have matt ryan and there's another viable option i'm gonna i'm gonna sit him versus new orleans this week um so that's all i had for mitigate you did you have anybody i i i think you should mitigate the browns defense this week you should mm-hmm. mitigate them uh, mm-hmm. i i don't see them doing well against tennessee i see tennessee running over them I yep. see them just yep. run over them. So, uh, and passing over them as well. I so, like that. yeah, that's somebody who has a defense. You know, they, they've been good the last couple of weeks. Jacksonville, not so great, but, um, you know, they got a defensive touchdown two weeks ago. So, uh, there's somebody who just, no, no, thank you. Anybody else in mitigate? I got, I got two hot names for eviscerate. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm not really into mitigating as much right now because I think right now you're, just, you're grasping a player to start. Almost more so than than mitigating anyone. Yeah, yeah. Your, your players have kind of already been downgraded, um, honestly. But who's some of the rates? I want to hear some. Juice. How about Lamar Jackson? <sighs> Eviscerating him. Wow. If Tell you, me why. If you have, if you, if you picked up somebody like Justin Herbert, why are you? I mean, you right, could keep right, him as yeah. a backup. You could keep him as a backup. But I think if you, you know. Uh, need to roll the dice, and you're, you you want to get somebody off your waiver wire. I think he's he's in the conversation. I eviscerated him in, in one league. I ended up picking him back up because a player went out, so I could put him on the IR. But I dropped him like a hot potato. There was there was somebody I needed, and I wow. said peace uh, out. Yeah, I, I have Herbert on that team, so um, I like I like doing hot takes on eviscerate and. I mean, it's crazy. You know, he, he was a, a first to third round draft pick this year, and yeah. he he is a quarterback 
two. I mean, he is not a QB one. So a while ago, unfortunately. And yeah. uh, Yeah. He'll have his games, but that offense is terrible. And I called, I'll eat my, my shit that I say that's good or that's bad. That says it's not good. I, I I advocated maybe like week five or six for getting Marquise Brown. And maybe he'll get a few games in later this week and, or this year and do okay. But thanks. He stinks. He stinks. And Lamar Jackson, I'll say this. He's going to have his good weeks. It is a good week 20 points because that's going to be a good week. I don't think he, you know, gets you higher than, you know, 24 points, uh, you know, the rest of the season. You know, I think he's had one game where he broke 30 points. Um, So he's just. Yeah, I think he's he's cuttable. So that was a, a hot name. Yeah. Um, you should also you know. visit Carson Wentz too. That's what I think. Yeah, I think a lot of people have already done that. So uh, yeah, he's he he might get eviscerated by his own team. So yeah, I was I was thinking like honestly, just for real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his tax. Yeah, he should get mitigated. I don't think he oh. should get eviscerated, but he should get okay. mitigated for sure. I mean, he he's it'll be. I can't believe that he's already worked to. He looks like he's a backup, but that is what he looks like. So I I would like to see Jalen Hurts getting the the games and see what he can do. If I was an Eagles fan, <laughs> well, uh, I got I got a hot name. You got one, I got one more hottie. Hottie, give me a hottie. I want to hear it. I've been pumping this guy all season. Stax was in love with this guy, and I've already cut him. Leonard Fournette, if you haven't cut him yet, peace Fred. out. Yo. He is not the better running back. He is not no, the no, better no, running back. That guy's got some uppity bumps. Yeah. Ronald, Ronald Jones is, is uh, he's just got that burst. And, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette. He he's you know uh, he's just he's not necessarily like you know hot garbage. He he's gonna have games where he gets ten points. He's gonna get goal line carries. So it's a it's a hot take. But I'm just saying he's he's I worth like he's worth looking at to dump off. I dumped him in a league and got Kirk Cousins. So uh, you know that's that's how he came to mind. <laughs> I'm so tempted. To to do the uh do the the drop from the junkies was whoop de freaking do. Now I, I like Kirk Cousins a lot. I think that's a good dump. I, I would take that to get the Kirk. Um, so yeah, that that's that's it. I, I I'm not eviscerating anybody right now just because you know it's the holidays. So I'll be kind. Um, but we can jump into three tweets because that's what people are here for as well. We got a couple of three tweeters. You, do you want to um, have me lead off? Do you want to lead off? How do you want to play this, brother? Um, well, speaking of Leonard Fournette, why don't you lead off with mine? Okay. I'm jumping up into yours. Let me share my screen. Uh, don't don't go crazy, folks. There's going to be a lot of images on here. You, if you're afraid of flashing images, be careful because there will be a, just a steady Yeah, streak. Leonard Fournette does, is known to cause seizures if you're a fantasy owner of his, so. Right, yeah, let's, uh, let's blow it up because I want to read it too. Can you go back and and make the tweet big before you do the? I can definitely try. Oh, that's not what I want to do. Go back. I'll see if I can read it. I got it. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. You want to read it? 
Leonard Fournette's vision is something else. Leonard Fournette's vision is something else. Now let's okay. blow up a play of Leonard Fournette's vision. Just watch this. Okay, hold on. I got to figure out how to. This bothers me so okay. much. Okay, here he goes. Handoff. And... <laughs> <laughs> There's such a big hole. There is yeah. such a big hole. It's like it, he, he is like a vasectomy with sperm. Like he just curves like he doesn't. He just curves into whatever. I don't remember how they work. Like, don't they just like tunnel into the side of your penis or something like that? Like that. Look at this play. Rewind this play. He's a vasectomy. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> He's just running into. He's his got life. a nice big ejaculation hole. <laughs> and right. he just turns and runs directly into his center and guard. Yeah, We're trapping. Making this hole. Right. Here we go. Boom. Nope. There we go. <laughs> like that looks like a guy that caught that same COVID that Cam had. Like right. something's wrong. Something's cognitively off there. Uh, I think it reminds me of the Wu Tang uh, line when when they're they're talking about how their their brains were infected by devils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One more time. The Jizza album. Hut, hut, yeah. hut. Runs through the A gap. Nope, right in the butt gap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was right there. Okay. Yeah. I like your I think I cut, you know, you say whoop de doo I think I watched this and I was like, get him <laughs> off my team. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he's eviscerated. Get him off. All right. Let's let's check out mine. Mine's probably not as funny as yours. Mine, mine is, and, and this is. Let's go back to our, our special little uh, our DMs. So, um, okay. <laughs> Here we go. This this made me laugh. All right. So this is called Hand Building versus Optimizing for DFS. Okay. okay. So here we go. This is hand, hand Build versus Optimizing for DFS. Using an optimizer versus using your hands, like using a handle lineup. <laughs> I like it. So the guy in the video is trying to just get off like one piece of tape to wrap a box. And the other guy is like a tape ninja. And he's just like stack, stack, stack. He does a whole box in like, I don't know, like 10 seconds or something. Yeah, that was fast wrapping right there. Watch, wow. watch it again. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, top's done, goes around and spins it. That's sick. And then boom. And that guy's like, what? The other guy can't even do it. He drops his thing. So uh, I think you win. I just wanted to show that. I thought that was just remarkable. And then the joke was pretty funny, too, because this is the DFS optimizer. This is a hand-built guy. But I, I, I've, I've used them both, and I, I like being the hand-built guy. I want I'm my a hand-built guy myself. So I want my 5K in the hand-built way. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's declare ye the winner, my friend. I, I believe okay. I, you okay. made me laugh out loud. So um, I have a nice holiday tweet. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's see if we can. If this person hasn't tweeted a lot, maybe when we go to their tweets. All right. That's, let's just go to them. Because I do want to pull it up. Yeah. So it's nice and big. Okay. I don't know if they're heavy tweeted. All right, here we go. So, tis the season. This is Jake 
Paul versus Nate Robinson. Um, I just liked it. Uh, Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson and literally took his soul. So it's just a good (laughs) meme. Nate Robinson is the halls and (laughs) Jake Robinson's fist is boughs of holly. He's he's knocking him out. He's decking the halls with his boughs of holly. (laughs) Merry Christmas. It is the season. It's the season. Can I, can I just throw an extra one on for funds? Because we just for like fun skis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought this this made me chuckle. It's not as good as yours, but um, let me let me go into into our DMs here. And um, yeah, this is this is uh, this is from our boy. This is from CD Carter. And so he's got a meme. And, and on one side, if you're able to not, if you can't see it, it's a skeletons zombie skeletons riding a roller coaster sticking their hands out scaring people on the other side is a bunch of white people from like the 60s or 50s just screaming and being freaked out and so it says people who are zombies people pouring over tight end snap counts and route runs at 8 a.m and then down here people checking their office fantasy league results over coffee (laughs) yeah it's kind of a tough one to explain but i liked it it's funny because uh, you just see like the two different worlds of the people. It really yeah. does a great job of juxtaposing those people who are in your league who could give like no shits. And they're just like, oh, hey, hey, Barb, let's see who won this week. Let's check our let's check our league, you know, compared to people like you and me who uh, are just sweating every little thing that happens. So I, yeah. and, and it's Denny Carter. So I, I love Denny. So, but you won. I just wanted to. Did you watch the uh, any of the Tyson fight, or did you see any of the highlights? Did you see the Jake? Did you see the Jake Paul knockout yeah, of Nate Robinson? I saw the Jake Paul knockout for sure. I did. did you yeah. see his first knockout too? Like he, yeah. he, um, yeah. So you saw the the development of of him like knocking him yeah. down, almost getting a KO, almost. And then, yeah, and then Nate Robinson getting up, ran at him with his face, dog. That's a terrible strategy, dude. Oh. Did, uh, I I heard um dumb, dumb, I heard dumb. Snoop Dogg's commentating on it today. Everyone was like, "Man, I hope he's okay." And Snoop was like, "Man, he from the hood. He good. Don't worry about it." But um, I did not think he was gonna be good because he was from the hood. When I saw that, I was legit scared. Yeah, he looked dead. He like he he twitched a little bit with his leg, just a little bit. And I was like, Oh my gosh, dude. Like what if Jake Paul just broke his brain? Like that was, that was one of the most vicious knockouts I've ever seen. And I watch horrible stuff on Twitter. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm I'm just a deep diving. I'm always, always getting bored and seeking out violence on Twitter. That was, one of the like i was legit scared like i was like man like he went down stiff as a board and just laid there i i was a little scared when i saw uh ben ask you uh asking uh get get yelled by uh you know our our jorge Jorge masvadal when he just kneed him in the face and then hit him in the face again so uh, that was pretty that was pretty vicious there's always those I, I love the ufc man i don't want anyone to get hurt or die i like that everyone's kind of gotten up after the fights i don't advocate doing that kind of stuff but it is entertaining i, I do enjoy watching the ufc and, and football and things like that you know i like a good yeah. hit 
Yeah, there's, nothing the way, like a knock, there's nothing like a knockout like that. And like once everything's okay, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I'll talk about it on the show as, as an entertainment fodder. But that one did have me legit like I you know, is Nate Robinson okay? And you know, he yeah. is, but but he was not okay for a good ten minutes. I mean, he, it, they had to like sit him up and like walk him out and he was he got cracked oh he got crushed he's definitely has a concussion for sure he, he blacked out and he, he was out for 10 minutes yeah. uh yeah oh man i i hope never happens to me let me just tell you right now between you me and god shout out god let's not have anybody getting knocked out uh i'm not into that kind of stuff at all man don't fight I'm, jake paul no i'm a lover i'm not a fighter yeah don't 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 get sucked into fighting that dude no, no, I would he not. He called out Conor McGregor afterwards. Did you hear that? that? Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and you know what, that. man? I could see that fight. I would love to see that fight. Me I would too. love to. That's that's like, you know, uh, Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather. Like, it's like it's so absurd, but the money, the money, there's a market for it. Like Jake yeah, Paul is just, that knockout. That knockout just. Uh, up to his Q rating by by uh, tears. I mean, yeah. he, he like the the money that he'll generate. He might be able to get a real fighter, and we'll all tune in to watch uh, some weird YouTube star fight someone who can really fight because he can fight. I mean, he's not yeah. a professional fighter, but he showed what would happen versus someone who has no boxing background, sleeps him. I mean, just completely yeah, murks him. Uh, so, yeah. I, 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 I think it would be really cool if he fought Conor McGregor and just to watch Conor McGregor do that to him. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of getting murked, did you see the hit on on Cam Newton by Isaiah Simmons in that game on the sideline that drew a penalty uh, late in that fourth quarter? Did you see that game? I have to say I missed that. I, I, yeah, it was a terrible call in my in my opinion. They, they called him like uh, like I don't think they called it. They just said personal foul. I don't know. I didn't hear if it was late hit or hit to the head, but he didn't really hit him to the head. If it was, he hit him in the shoulder and his and like bottom of his helmet kind of grazed his face mask. Went it was not a hit to the head, but he crushed him going out of bounds. Like he destroyed him going out of bounds. Like literally. Uh, no, I did see that one. Yeah, it, it, that it, was not a penalty to me. He hit him in bounds. And that bothered me because that was just a mean old hit on a guy. Who well, got here's the thing that's so interesting. I, if, if I remember the play right, he's yeah. he's running out of bounds. As a runner. And he knocks him out of bounds. Crushes. And it there is like a helmet to helmet thing. Underneath his mask. But the thing is, is that there's all, he all he shoulder did, to shoulder with him. But all he did was like go like this. Like, uh, how are you supposed to like run it? Like Cam Newton is six five, so there's yeah. nothing you can do. Like when I saw that play too, I was like, how do you even? Are you supposed to hold your head a certain way when you tackle Cam? I mean, or right. yeah, I just didn't understand it. Yeah, no, that was not not controversial. But I just thought that was a terrible call, and the rookie had a lot to to gripe about. It was a great hit. So you're like hit. that. You're like that. Uh, Saints fan. Oh, the guy right? like a bunch of balls. I can't believe Yeah, from a few weeks. Yeah, we're coming across the field, running down there. Next thing you know, guys, ass him pow hits him. That's a fifteen yard penalty. That's some bullshit, man. Straight bullshit. Yeah.
That was you. That guy's my guy. Shout out yelling guy from New Orleans. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Let's let's pump some shit again. Uh, You know, we've got Bo's hot box brand hot sauce. This is the bomb right here. Go get it. It really is so good. It's the shit. I love it. Uh, Mike loves it. It's it's a it's a, the official. We're not even getting paid for this. This is just we love Bo and we love this shot. The sauce, it's the best. Get that. We're, shit. we're just trying to help people on the yeah. show, and we're just trying to help improve people's you know fantasy teams and their lives. And it's this, yeah, right. this yeah. is a, this is a life hack for hot yeah. hot sauces. Yeah, it's one of the best hot sauces in the whole world. Uh, I said it's the world's best hot sauce today on my Instagram. It is. Uh, I agree. Shout I agree. out Bo McBig time and, and getting his merch. You can get uh, hot sauce shirts and, and hot box stuff. I'm getting one of those for Christmas. Uh, I, I can't wait. Also, check us out at thefantasymillionaires.com. Check us out at uh, the nimblewnumbers.com, at the Ralph Macho on Twitter, at nimblewnumbers on Twitter. Anything else, man, we got plug? We, we're just, we're good. Yes, stay yes, tuned next, next week. 9.30, we'll be here every Monday. We'll be here until the Super Bowl, at, you know, that around that time, probably do a wrap-up show after the Super Bowl that, that week, and uh, and we'll get there. So thanks for tuning in. We had diehard crew here with us. We're at, at six people right now, and that's the lowest we've been all night. But thank you for staying with us. You guys are the best, and uh, have a great rest of your night. And go football. Peace. Peace. Peace.